Well, hello, everybody. It's uh, June 13th, Sunday, and this is Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Ham. And this is your weekly Ticket to Rider podcast. Where we've, we've gotten out of the habit of doing our Sunday podcast, Stacey, but uh, today you're going out of town, and there's just so much to talk about uh, in the world of there golf. Really, uh, it really is. The world of golf has become a lot to talk about these days. I mean, for us, we always talk about it, but I think the world of golf has become really crazy. Absolutely. And uh, so it was an eventful week, lots of lots of events. And, you know, ironically, ironically, uh, this was, of course, the first the first live tour event in London. They kicked off on Thursday morning. And at the same time, you know, so all the talk about about this, the uh, the financial backers of that tour being the Saudi government and all of the, uh, you know, all of the uh, sexists and, and miso- you know, misogynistic, homophobic uh, tendencies of that government. The DP tour had this you know, mixed event where they have men and women competing side by side. Amazing. I, I watched it. Amazing. This, the first woman to ever win on the DP tour, uh, Lynn Grant. Amazing. She went to ASU. She lives in Scottsdale. So- but a good Swedish golfer, really, really good. I mean, she killed him. She was 24 under, and the closest person was Henrik Stenson. The next two people were tied for uh, second at 15 under. She really bested him. She made 26 birdies or something this week. Amazing. Amazing. What a good, good, good round of golf, or good week of golf for her. Well, you know, looking at, at, at the two main events, uh, the Live Tour event, which was held in London at the Centurion Club in London, and the PGA Tour event, which uh, took place in Toronto, you could really see the uh, distinction in the level of talent between the two tours. And uh, the Live Tour was just a 54-hole event, so it ended with a comfortable victory by Charles Schwartzel on on Saturday, uh, with the the second place golfer being a, uh, a young South African named Henny Duplass, who you ever heard of Henny Duplass before this week? Never heard of uh, Duplass. No, never. I think he's on the but... challenge. I think he's on the challenge tour. Wasn't well, even on, wasn't I tell he... you what. I mean, he made a lot of money. Good for, good for you. He Henny made a Duplass. lot of money. Good for you. Yeah. Henny, Henny Duplass. Duplass made $2.1 million. Plus he's on Charles Schwartz's team. He made an extra $750. Um, that kid made it. That's the most. He, I mean, it is amazing, Rich. It's mind boggling the amount of money. You know, I, they were throwing around statistics the other day. Yeah, Phil Mickelson has only been, has made not been on the tour twenty some years and made ninety four million. He just got paid by the Saudi tour. You know, all these these numbers are amazing. These guys are making their money right away. Bubba Watson's about to go get a good big well, but I that yeah. surprises me. He's so religious. He's so in your face yeah. religious. You know, some of these other guys, Patrick Reed doesn't surprise you. You know, you know a guy's in it for money when his family are his caddies. Because you know, he don't want to pay anybody, you know. Remember, yeah. his wife was his caddy, and his brother-in-law is his caddy. Why? Why? Why is your wife your caddy? Because you don't want to pay anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, it is generational wealth, but I don't know how long it'll be around. And I know these guys are making a lot of money. They're making more. I mean, Charles Fork was probably he had made he'd only made two point some million dollars the last couple years on tour because he hasn't he hasn't been playing well. So he made that four million. Four point seven five million in a in a three in 53, 54 hole tournament. 
well, he's you, made more than that than he's made in two years. Good, good for good for you, Charles Schwartz. So it's 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 you know I don't know. Uh, we're we're obviously American, and 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 uh, you know for what it's worth, Stacy. You know you're African American. I'm 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 Jewish. Uh, America has not always been the bastion of of uh, of freedom and liberty for those who aren't white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. But yeah. you know. Uh, what what has gone on? What went on with the you know minority white population of South Africa before their revolution when Nelson Mandela took over bloodlessly uh, is is you know really an embarrassment of the of the late twentieth century. I don't know yeah. that it's a good look that so many of these uh, live tour members are are white South Africans. It's a bad look. They really are, right? It's a bad look. Bad. It's a bad look. It really is. It's a bad look. But I don't know if you can guilt guys into feeling bad about taking the money, right? They, I don't. I don't think it matters. They don't feel bad about it. I mean, even uh, you know the the two the three latest people we've heard are are Bubba Watson, Ricky Fowler, and neither of them have said a word. And then Pat Perez. So Pat That's Perez right. at the Genesis Open this year went on a basically a monologue against the greed of live golf. Pat Perez, Pat Perez is not just a golfer. He's a personality. He really is. I mean, a journeyman golfer almost, right? A a journeyman golfer, but he's made a lot of money over the course of a long career. And even as recently as a couple months ago, there was a, there was a thing uh, uh, on social media where someone had asked him if he was going to take the live money. And his response was expletive, it starts with an F. No. Uh, so somehow, and he only got 10 million to go to this tour. Wow. I mean, that's a lot for Pat Perez. But I, I think the saddest thing, Stacey, when you watch, like when you were watching the tournament today, um, and we'll talk about the Canadian Open, which was fantastic. It actually, it was Jay Monahan, who had a, who had a, you know, an interview with Jim Nance uh, during, during the, uh, uh, during the tournament. And we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, um, I listened to it. it was good, I listened to it on Twitter. The interview it was very interesting. But uh, turning their back when you're watching, when you're watching Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, and Tony Finau coming down the stretch, you're rooting, right? I mean, you know, those yeah. are, those are actually three. You know, I, I don't know that Justin Thomas is one of my favorites, but Tony Finau is, and Rory McIlroy is. Yeah, uh, but you're rooting for guys. I watched. I, mean, I was. Yeah, yeah I was sitting there waiting for I was sitting there waiting for Tony Finau not to hit a bad shot. I was like, please don't hit a bad shot. Chip this one in. Rory, don't hit a shot. Hit in the fairway. I, I'm rooting for these guys. On the live tour, I wasn't rooting for any of these guys. And that's the sadness of it. I, you know, I have rooted for Phil Mickelson for 25 years. You know, for some reason, yeah. even though he's probably a bit of an Eddie Haskell, and I knew that, for some reason I liked Phil Mickelson. Maybe it's the way he played. Maybe it's his demeanor that he, you know, that he seems to be fan-friendly. Uh, the fact that he's kind of got a bit of sevy in him. I've rooted for Phil Mickelson for, for, for 25 years since he came on tour. I couldn't yeah. have cared less if he won and made money. I, as I'm watching the live tournament, I'm like, it's not like I want them to do, you know, it doesn't matter if they do poorly or do well because they're going to make money anyway, but I'm yeah. not, I don't care. I'm not watching that tournament and thinking, boy, I really, I really hope, uh, Phil Mickelson plays well, or, you know, sometimes I get a little bit, you know, uh, you know, uh, ethno, you know, American centric and root for the American golfers. 
but I didn't really care if Taylor Gooch played well or, or Dustin Johnson. I, I just wanted yeah. it to be a clown show, to be quite honest with you. And as I watched on YouTube, because it, you know, it was available online, streaming online on YouTube, the numbers were awful. I mean, the most I ever saw in terms of people watching, and this might have just been you know, the U.S. alone, it might not have been worldwide, was, was 100,000. And apparently the average number of viewers for that tournament was about 70,000. You know, I think I sent you that interview with Steve Elkington, and Steve Elkington was like, well, you know, that's 90,000, 100,000, that's not bad. Really? I think that's terrible. I think it's terrible, how too. Many, how many people watch the the Canadian Open today, I wonder? Uh, a lot more than that, yeah. Somebody said, when I tweeted that out, somebody said, well, you know, this, this the live stream for the Canadian Open is only getting this many people, too. I'm like, yes, but the Canadian yeah. Open is also available on something called television and yeah, that's true. it's also that's available true. on the golf channel. And yeah, golf doesn't pull a, you know, a football rating. It doesn't pull a basketball rating, but golf pulls a decent rating on a Sunday afternoon. Otherwise it wouldn't be on CBS and NBC. If golf that's didn't true. pull a decent rating, it would, you know, it's, it, you know, like the wraparound season, which doesn't pull a decent rating because it's on opposite football on Saturday and Sunday stays on the golf channel where you can have a, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a, no more than a, no more than a small rating, but on weekends, uh, during golf season, it's on NBC and CBS. What does that tell you? It wouldn't have it on NBC and CBS if it didn't pull a, a good enough rating and at least Absolutely. a good enough rating amongst, you know, a, a, a favorable demographic group. I agree. I agree. And I just hope Sergio Garcia finishing that tie for 22nd enjoys his $170,000. And by the way, Richard Bland, congratulations on your two hundred twenty-six thousand dollars time for the Saudi taking the Saudi money time for seventeen. Good and, luck, guys. And kind of the sad thing about this is then then you see these guys on their social media posts like they're the happiest guys in the world. They 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 don't you know they say oh they're promoting the spirit of world golf. It's like it's like a talking point. It's it's like a uh, you know it's like a far left wing or far right wing politician coming on a talk show and just, you know, spewing out talking points rather than, you know, confronting the truth. It's, yeah. it's I mean, what nuts. is the goal of this Saudi tour? This is the goal. Of, I mean, if the goal of this tour is to field players, so I, this is what I, the goal of this tour is to field players on the PGA tour and have a full season. They want to go from eight to probably 15 tournaments, right? I would assume that's what they want to do. Well, I mean, so, look, look, look at the, what, what's the eventual goal? Okay, so let's look at the goal. The goal of the players is clear. It's to make money. You know, whatever they yep. say, it's, it's, you know, they'll say, oh, this is an exciting new chapter and blah, 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 blah. No, you know, screw that. They're, they're, they're there to make money. The, the goal of the tour is not to make money. The goal of the tour is to whitewash the sins of the Saudi government to make them more palatable uh, to, yep. to, in the world. It's, it's, it seems to me that it's a stupid way of doing it. You know, maybe you should become more palatable by not chopping off the heads of your dissidents. Maybe that Absolutely. would make, maybe that would make you more palatable. Maybe not, maybe by letting women drive and vote, uh, maybe that would make you more palatable. Maybe by yeah, not I imprisoning agree. homosexuals, maybe that would make you more palatable. I mean, I, I, you nailed it. That should be their goal. Not to get a bunch of 
washed up or American players who are on the downside of their careers to go over and try to play for a bunch of money because it's, it's, it's not dramatic. It's not, it's not interesting. Yeah. 54 holes, you're paying guys 54 holes. They should be playing to more than 54 holes, you know, to earn that amount of money. What was it Andy but, o- Andy Ogletree, former former uh, U.S. Amateur champion, shot like twenty four over par, makes makes one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for shooting twenty four over par. And did could, did one person come out to that to to uh, the Centurion Club to see Andy Ogletree, except maybe his no, family? No. So you basically just threw one hundred twenty thousand dollars at at somebody who doesn't belong on, you know, probably doesn't belong on the Corn Ferry Tour at this point. Yeah, that's true. They just gave I money. Mean, they just gave money to Matthew Wolf, who hasn't, you know, whose game is lost. Do you know how much? What's the what? What are, what are, what are people saying? What's the rumors? Well, how much is he getting? I, I have no idea. I mean, you think he's I mean, getting if, more than ten million? He's got to. If Pat Perez is getting ten million dollars, and Pat Perez, that's a that's a parachute. I mean, that's that's a yeah. career parachute. Matthew Wolf at one point looked like he was going to be, you know, a future star. I mean, he has not. Competed on the PGA Tour in in over a year to any meaningful yeah, degree. He lost his game, right? He lost his game. Yeah. So he kept, So I mean, the goal of these players, they want to play all the tours, right? They want to play this live tour. Well, the American players, I know they want to play the live tour and they want to play the PGA Tour. And I think guy, a guy like Dustin Johnson, he wants to play less. You know, I guess you have to play 15 tournaments, right, on the PGA Tour. Right. Is that and the Dust, rule? Dustin Johnson has already said. He's not playing. He's done with the PGA Tour. He's not going to go to the PGA Tour. I'm coming back, huh? He only wants to play eight tournaments a year. Yeah. Well, well we're not going to miss him that much, I can tell you. I, I think the Tour's got some really good young players. If they keep getting exciting with guys like we have today, you know, that final three ball, that's, that's what the PGA, that makes the PGA Tour. If we can keep those guys playing well and in the groups on Sunday, live Tour, they won't have a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the fear is that they will pick off the young players, and and yeah. you know when they're young and stupid. Yeah, I mean that that's the fear, and, and you know if you look at how many young Americans have gone over, Taylor Gooch is probably the youngest, best American that's gone so far, right? Correct. I mean, arguably his game is better than Matthew Wolf right now. So Taylor Gooch has to be the best young. Peter Uline just won himself some money. He didn't want anything anywhere. He doesn't I mean, need it. The European he, he doesn't, he doesn't need, need it, right? Yeah. Well, he might have lost some he money. Does. I think. He, I think. Did you see the video? I think he killed somebody. He oh, he really? uh, he duck hooked a ball, oh, he and some dude just went down. He got went down. That's the other thing. If you're wrong. a spectator at the live tour, you know these guys are not the best. These guys are gonna are not gonna hit the ball straight. Yeah. Peter Uline makes his uh, one one point two million dollars. That's the most Peter U. That's he. He's made that much money his entire career. Nice. He's a, for this he's a, tournament. He's a disappointment. Disappointment. I mean, his buddy Brooks kept it. Do you think Brooks would be the one that would go to the lid? Because he's got that attitude. Su- yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised. But uh, I would, maybe he will. Maybe yeah. he's just waiting for the U.S. Open to be over. And now he's been waiting. Maybe he's going to probably go. Maybe. I don't know. I you know they must he, have thrown a boatload of cash at him, right? I, I'm sure they did. Maybe with Bryson going. Maybe maybe it was going to be one or the other. Yeah, maybe, huh? Well, but, uh, Tiger didn't take the nine hundred million dollars they offered him, so he was like, "No." Well, let's, you know they're desperate when they offer a broke back Tiger Woods nine hundred million dollars. Yeah, well, t- 
Tiger, Tiger this week, it was announced that he's become golf's first billionaire and only the third billionaire athlete in the history of professional sports. Yeah. LeBron James is one, right? Who's the other one? LeBron, uh, Tiger, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, wow. Two basketball players for one golf. Well, two of those guys have been through nasty divorces. So, uh, uh, yeah, Elon, Elon, Elon Nordgren and oh, what's her name? Juanita Jordan have a lot of that money. Well, that's right. Tiger became a billionaire. He gave half of it away. Now he's a billionaire, huh? He got a, he gave he gave five hundred million away. I think didn't he give her that much? He gave her he gave he gave her a lot of money. And now it's all about. He made it all back. Good for you, Tiger. Good well, for you. Now you can give it to the next wife. Let's let's talk about the the Canadian Open and uh, St. George. Is Jameson golf- still alive? Jenna Jameson still around. Jameson still around. She's a lot better looking than than the new girlfriend. Yeah, that's true. Uh, St. George's Golf and Country Club in Toronto, and you know the first two days, Stacy, the conditions were were rough. There's windy and 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 the scores were not great. But then the last two days, you know the the course was wet and receptive, and the guys really took dead aim. Uh, on on Sunday, that lead group of Roy McIlroy, Tony Finau, and Justin Thomas, the worst score was sixty four. And I tell you, those guys are playing good golf. And and uh, the best the best round of the day was old friend Justin Rose. So Justin Rose did not join the Live Tour, did he? Justin Rose oh. and Paul Casey did not join the Live Tour. And, and I'm sure they and, got offered a bunch of money, especially I'm, Justin Rose. I'm sure they did too. I'm sure they did wow. too. And uh, good for good for Justin Rose, who's always come off as a really good guy. Yep, uh, a really good dude. And, ten under today. What a low and, round, man! And and he should have shot fifty nine. He kind of, <laughs> I think the, <clears throat> excuse me, the nerves got to him on his final yep. shot. And he was right in the middle of the fairway, and all he had to do is par for a fifty nine, birdie for a fifty eight. Airmail the green, huh? <coughs> Airmail the green. Boogie the 18th to shoot 60. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. But, uh, I mean, if you look at the scores, Rory McIlroy, 66, 68, 65, 62 wow. to finish 19 under par. Tony Finau, 66, 71, and then 62, 64 on the weekend. Justin Thomas, 69, 69, and then 63, 64 uh, to finish third. Uh, Sam Burns continues his hot streak, finishing tied fourth. And uh, a really good, another really good Sunday for Corey Connors, the Canadian. He's high Canadian in the tournament. Gets shoots 62 on Sunday to finish solo sixth. Uh, and then yeah, round, what? What? rounding out the top 10, Keith Mitchell, Chris Kirk, and Wyndham Clark finish tied seventh. And tied 10th, Danny Lee, Shane Lowry, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Danny Lee has not been around very much lately. What happened to his game? Gone away a little bit? I don't know. He's he's another he's a former uh, US amateur champion as well, isn't he? New yeah. Zealander. I'm surprised he yeah. He's surprised been, he didn't go to the he has been a a, a a President's Cup participant in the past. I kind of I kind of pair Danny Lee with with Benny Ahn as guys who, yeah. who you know are not have maybe not lived up to their promise as US amateur yeah. champions. Yep, I agree. I agree. And well, uh, congratulations to Keith Mitchell and uh, Wyndham Clark. They made it to the Open Championship for their finishes. Uh, I think they were the only people in the top twenty or top ten that had not qualified, and those two made it. 
Some other names of note. Harold Varner has a good son, good weekend and finishes tied 13th. Scotty Scheffler, not not his not his best for world number one, but he closes with a 66 to finish seven under tied 18th. Um, let's see. Sebastian Munoz and Mackenzie Hughes, both hopeful for the President's Cup team, tied 25th and 28th. Uh, Danny Willett tied 28th. And uh, let's see, Matthew Wallace tied 35th. You know, there's for these guys on the on the European and President's Cup teams who are kind of one one shade below. This is an opportunity to make the team, and if they play well, Cameron Smith, world number three, overcame a 76 on Thursday, shot 65 on Friday to make the cut, and winds up at even par, tied 48th. And let's well, see. He's on live tour. He would have made a hundred some thousand dollars. Yeah. Something tells me Cameron Smith does not look like a live tour guy. No, he doesn't. Danny Willett. That's interesting. Danny Willett's still sticking around. I wonder why he's sticking around and go to the live tour. Well, maybe, maybe some of these guys have a soul. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I hope so. I just hit a ball into a little hole. That's what Taylor Gooch said. I just hit a ball into a little that's hole. That's what he said. That, that's what he said. You just hit the ball in the little hole. Oh. All right. Well, why don't you why don't you tell us about the the? Uh, oh, you, we already talked a little bit about the DP tour. Uh, with yeah, we talked about the DP tour. Well, you know, uh, I'll talk about the DP tour. Then we'll talk about the PGA tour. I mean, the Champions Tour, LPGA tour. Then we'll talk about the Curtis stuff a little bit. So, uh, Lynn Grant, uh, the first woman who went on the DP tour, she was twenty four under. Uh, she, like I said earlier, she went to ASU for college. Twenty two year old. She shot eight under today, and she beat Henry Stinson by nine strokes. She Stinson was tied for second at 15 under, and Mark Warren, uh, 15 under, and Santiago Torrio, 14 under, and that was about it for the notables. Uh, some notables: Alex Norin, uh, tied for 15th at 10 under, uh, Matthew Southgate, tied for 15th at 10 under. And then you had uh, Eduardo Molinari tied for 25th and John Catlin, the American, uh, tied for 25th as well. So that was pretty much it for that tour. Not a lot of notables, but at least it's a good showing the Scandinavian Open because it, it you know, it, uh, features Annika, Annika and Henrik Stenson are the, uh, they kind of lead the way for that tournament. They're the sponsors or whatever they are for that tournament. But it was good. It was good to see Simpson playing better, man. He, I watched a bit of it. He played well. He really did play well. Hit the ball well. Made some good, his putting looks to, to be a bit better. So, but it's amazing. What a, what a win on the Andy Davis Mix Open for Lynn Grant. First woman ever won in the DP Open. So that was it. Uh, and I love that. I love those mixed tournaments. They should probably have more of them. And that's then what the, that's what the players said. The players were very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I think they should have more. I think it's really fun. It, it, I mean, it's really, really fun. And then on the LPGA tour, they were in the ShopRite Open in New Jersey, outside of, uh, you know, in New Jersey. Brooke Henderson won in the playoffs over Lindsey Weaver. Uh, they both finished at 12 under and they went to the playoff of Brooke Henderson, Birdie, the first playoff hole to win. Jody Ewart, uh, off is tied for third, I mean, finished the third, 11 under. A nice showing by Lydia Coe. She's really found her game, by the way. Absolutely. Lydia Coe tied for fourth at 10 under she's really found her game i mean for a while she was lost right she had lost her game that's correct and you know and she was started at a young age on the tour and you know now she's finding her game i think she's finding her place and herself again out there on the tour 
And then tied for fourth, he had uh, this is an interesting gal, Albane Velanueva. Uh, she was um, 10 under. She went to Stanford. She's half Mexican and half uh, French, but she has she's a Swiss citizen. Very interesting. And then Brittany Litzenholm finished tied for ninth, and she is playing rich, and she's pregnant. She oh, was wow. holding her baby bump, and she be expecting pretty soon. So Brittany Litzenholm tied for sixth at nine under. Marina Alex tied for six at nine under. Asahara Oka tied for uh, six at nine under. And then there are slew of players at uh, eight under. Jenny Shen from China, Brittany Lang, and this Celine Boutier uh, tied for ninth at eight under. So that was it. But what a good – Brooke Henderson had been a little quiet. She hasn't played too well the last couple of years, but what a nice win for her. I mean, because uh, Nasa Hadaoka, she was winning for a long time. She was ahead. looked like she was going to pull away. And all of a sudden, she fell, and all these other gals like, just got – the Pro was great. Brooke Henderson was great. So what a, what a really, really good uh, tournament that was. And then on the the Champions Tour. What was that? Yeah, on the Champions Tour. On the Champions Tour, they were the American Family Open. Uh, Jai D. Song Chai Jai D wins. Good for him. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? He wins 20 professional wins. He's the first Thai winner ever on the Champions Tour. He uh, held off uh, Tom Freddy's Jr. at 13 under, uh, Marco Davidson, Marco Dawson uh, at 12 under, Ty Fisher, Kurt Triplett. Was tied for third along along with Miguel Angel Jimenez, and then Jerry Kelly was tied for third as well. And a bunch of a notable, a couple of notables: John Daly tied for eighth at ten under, uh, Steve Flesh tied for eleventh at nine under, Steve Stricker tied for eleventh uh, at nine under, and then had Woody Austin at fourteen tied fourteenth at eight under, and then Tim Heron, named from the past, tied fourteenth at eight under. Lumpy. So that was it. But congratulations to Jai D. Yeah, that's a good win. I mean, he's always been a really competitor, played all over the world. What a good win for him. So, and then, Rich, I don't know if you watched any of the Curtis stuff. Did you happen let's, to watch any of it? Give me a second, and we'll talk about the Curtis stuff. Okay. Okay, so uh, as you know, on this podcast, we are all about the international competitions. And the 43rd, uh, or the 42nd Curtis Cup uh, was held this week, uh, the Curtis Cup is the, uh, the equivalent of the Walker Cup for the women. So the best amateurs from uh, the U.S. against the best amateurs from Great Britain and Ireland. So no, no continental European players in the Walker Cup, just the GBNIs. I think they need, after this whipping, they need, might need to put more, uh, they might need to open it up to continental Europe, you know? It was not particularly competitive this weekend. It, it was not good. I mean, I think they're going to have to open it up, right? I mean, uh, they should. I mean, there are more and more. I think probably there there weren't a lot of you know prominent golfers from continental Europe, and you know it's. I think it's the Annika Sorensen effect. There's now you know really good golfers from Spain and and uh, from Denmark and uh, France, yeah, uh, as well as Sweden. So uh, yeah, it would be good to open it up because this was a. 15 and a half to four and a half. Is that the fee? Yeah, 15 and a half to four yeah, and a half. Yeah, at, 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 at historic Marion. Um, one, yeah. of, one of the. Marion, I love Marion. Isn't that where Phil lost his open? Uh, uh, the Wingfoot. Phil lost at Wingfoot. Wingfoot. Uh, but he, played, he, did, he made a bone. Yeah. Dustin Johnson. But he made a bonehead shot at Marion. Remember, he was down. He was, le- he was doing something. He, he played bad there as well, Phil. But yeah, maybe Dustin Johnson won at Marion? 
Dustin Johnson won it, Marion, and Justin Rose. Those are the last two guys to win. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, a beautiful course. Beautiful course. You know, the amazing thing is that the U.S. golfer who delivered the clinching point, Rachel Keene, her mother had delivered the the uh, clinching point in uh, in the uh, Curtis Cup. Uh, I, let's see, in nineteen eighty-eight, I think, or ninety-eight. Wow, that's cool. I mean, there's amazing players that, you know, they had that Rose Zhang, who's like the best, been the best golfer in the world as, as an amateur female, amateur forever. She's a now a freshman at Stanford. And wasn't she the NCAA player of the year? And they won a national uh-huh. championship. Yeah. So Rose Zhang was good, good. And then they had this Amari Avery. She's this girl's really good. She goes to USC. Really, really good. And like, so she was, I mean, she was fantastic. So these girls are, I mean, there's some good players out there. Absolutely, but I love I love these cups, the Curtis Cup, Ryder Cup, all these cups. So, but I'm really getting excited about this upcoming week. So, get, congratulations to the American uh, ladies for winning the um the their third consecutive uh Curtis Cup. By the way, Rich, the third consecutive. So I think they need to open up continent. Let continental Europe needs to be involved in this because otherwise it's going to be a shellacking most of the time. I think. So, uh, uh, they'll in two years they will play again um in in uh, in the uk so uh we will look forward to that but uh there were some uh uh, great performances uh amari avery would uh was close to being five and oh wow she's amazing usc i I don't know i don't know if she's freshman or probably sophomore but man she's good all right so uh we're gonna we're gonna put off our President's Cup discussion another another week because it is U.S. Open week, uh, which means that it's yeah. Father's Day on Sunday next week. My son is coming oh, down right. from Seattle, and I uh, hope you will uh, have a chance to see Sanders when he comes down. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, uh, but uh, as traditionally, U.S. Open falls on Father's Day, and uh, yeah. no exception. This year, the U.S. Open returns to the historic Country Club at Brookline, Massachusetts. What, what, what can you what can you tell the people about uh, the country club at Brookline? Uh, the last player to win, oh, well, a player that won it there was not from Los Angeles, UCLA. Was it Curtis Haven? Did he win there? What's what's that? Did Curtis Haven win there or Wingfoot? Where did he win his? Uh, Curtis Strange won. Yeah, Curtis Strange won. Curtis there. Strange won there. Yeah. In fact, the last okay. couple victories there have been in playoffs. But uh, Francis, we met won. Uh, the U.S. Open, his famous uh, uh, U.S. Open victory as an amateur, uh, and I think 1914, uh, okay. uh, immortalized. I guess I don't know much about what happened. There. Immortalized in the in the in the book in the movie, the greatest game ever played. Yeah, but the reputation of Brookline is it is a long course with punitive rough, but long, wow. long, long. It's been it's been lengthened and lengthened. Uh, to where it's going to be a really substantial ch- golf challenge. Wow, I, I mean, it's yeah. I hate to predict this, who's going to win, but I just I saw some pictures of the course and it looks amazing. High, long. It's going to be high rough. It's going to be a tough week, and I'm not. I, we're going to make our predictions, but I don't know who I'm going to pick. I haven't even thought about it really. Well, we'll so. go ahead. It's it's uh, you know the U.S. Open uh, is always for me is always special because it always reminds me of my grandfather because. Typically, I was at my grandfather's house for Father's Day and uh, would always watch with him. Okay. 
Well, let's do it. Let's do it. But we're going to do like we always do. Yep. Uh, U.S. player, an international player, and uh, European player. All right. Why don't you go first? Okay. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to start with the international player. Okay. The international player that I think might have a chance is Hideki Matsuyama. Gotcha. I'm going to go with Hideki. It's a good pick. Played well. The only the only worry I'd have is he DQ'd, uh, he DQ'd his last tournament, and he has had yeah. some back issues. Uh, but Hideki has really, you know, he's won, what, two or three tournaments already this year? He's been great. Can I change my pick to Charles Ward? Oh. Charles Ward. Uh, I'm going to pick Joaquin Neiman. Uh, you know, this is a long course, and Joaquin is long and and uh, is creative around the greens. And uh, he's played very well this year. He won at Riviera. So I'm going to pick Joaquin Neiman. European player. Uh you know, this is a long course. I'm not going to pick Rory. I'm, uh, that, that would be too easy. Oh, man. Who can I take from Europe? I'm not going to pick Fitzpatrick because I don't think he's, he, he doesn't hit it long enough. Oh, God. I don't even know who I want to pick. I'm going to pick John Rahm because he needs to come out of his shell and play better. He's not been playing well lately, so I'm going to give it to him. He's think, last year's winner, right? Yep, because it's such a long course, you know, it does just, you know, it does uh, put – put a lot of the Europeans at a disadvantage. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick Rory. I, you know, the course sets yeah. up perfectly for him. Uh, it is a little Speaking bit. Of a row, so I, I will, I will make sure I take a long shot for the, uh, for the U S side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think John Rahm's a long shot too. How many guys have backed up, back to back, backed up their U S open wins? Curtis strange did Curtis it right. Strange, yeah. And, and John's not exactly Lee, in his best form Lee, right now. Lee Jansen didn't do it, did he? No. No, I don't think he did it consecutive years. Oh, okay. Well, you got Rory. Okay, so the U.S. player. You, why don't you go first for this one? All Mix right. I'm going to go. I'm looking at the list of, of you know, the President's Cup standings, and I'm going to go off the board. And okay. I'm going to pick Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka plays wow. great at majors. He's been, you know, god-awful for the last year with lots of injuries. But he just got married. He lives for the majors. And I think that, you know, if I, th I think between Bryson and DJ, who he doesn't like anymore, he will be extra motivated to kick those guys, you know, rears. So I'm going to pick Brooks yeah. Kepka, who, you know, he's like 27th in President's Cup standings. Uh, but uh, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll take okay. a flyer on Brooksy. I think that's a good one. I, I think this is a hard one for me because I want to go with B now. I think he blew his. I mean, but I think he was. This is his week. Uh, but I'm going to go with Justin Thomas because he's playing well. He has U.S. Open is a tournament he really wants to win. You know, he won the PGA, and you know, people say everyone can win the PGA Championship, but I think he's going to solidify. You know, his his place in this game, and I think he's going to win the U.S. Open this week. He's just playing well, and every tournament he's he's laced them up in. Man, he's been good this year. He really has. He's always there, knocking on the door. Comes down to Sunday, he's a couple strokes back. I put my money on him. Well, it's going to be really so interesting to see how the how the USGA <coughs> pairs the players, whether they keep the live players to themselves or whether they put them with PGA players. And if they do, do they put them with the guys who are outspoken, like Justin Thomas and, and Roy McIlroy, uh, who have yeah. really been outspoken against the the uh, live tour. Uh, well, the Masters do it a certain <laughs> way, right? And the PGA, they do it a certain way. How do they do it at the U.S. Open? They always have an amateur with a, a previous year champion, yep. and then they rate. They do it by ranking, world ranking. 
Is that how they do it? I think so, but but it'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. But, and, well, most of those guys on the list, or their ranking, their world ranking isn't that low. As right, right now, I mean, the official world, uh, you know, official uh, world ranking folks have not agreed to sanction the live tour. So those guys are gonna are going to plummet. Yeah, they're gonna plummet. Yeah. Well, someone asked. Uh, did you see the interview with uh, Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter? I and saw. Laurie Counter? I saw a bunch of them, and they're just embarrassing, Stacy. Well, I mean, they asked him like, "What do you think about the Ryder Cup? You may never be a captain." Jeffrey, he goes, "Well, Lee Westwood's like, you know." It would be sad if it happens. He goes, but, you know, I play, and the impulse is like, I played all over the world. I'm a worldly golfer, so uh, playing the live tour is like playing the DP tour. It's a different tour, and I think we should bring all the, and we should be able to play wherever we want. I That's just, what they said, yeah. I tweeted this earlier. I wonder, you know, it, I thought Lee Westwood was going to be the Ryder Cup captain for Europe. I mean, we, we talked yeah. about that on one of our episodes. I thought he was going to be the captain. And Henrik Stenson's considerably younger than Lee Westwood. Uh, I think Lee Westwood probably fit. I think Lee Westwood, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone came to Lee Westwood and said, you know, Lee, we'll make you the captain, but you can't join the live tour. We can't make you captain and then have you resign because you joined the live tour. And Lee Westwood said, well, I'm probably going to join the live tour. So they went to Henrik Stenson, who would have been captain. It's not like, it's not like, you know, they had to pick someone who, who wasn't worthy. He was absolutely worthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what? That's, you know, I think that's a difficult one for Lee Westwood. Lee Westwood should have been the captain. There's no reason why they picked. Why do you think they picked Simpson instead of Lee Westwood? I, I think they went to him and asked him. I think they probably asked him point blank. You know, because they didn't want the embarrassment of having to pick a captain, have him join the live tour, and then you know, uh, yeah. and then have to strip them of their captaincy. You think Stuart, uh, You think Hinton, uh, Simpson goes to the live tour after the Ryder Cup? It's possible. I mean, just knowing the financial problems that he's had, but uh, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he's not, yeah. he's made back enough money to be comfortable and and uh, yeah. I mean, well, he's good run at it, right? Has he some you know has some moral scruples. Yeah. They, you know, you we both saw the Jay Monahan interview today. I thought the I thought the best line from Jay Monahan is that nobody's ever had to to apologize as apologize or be embarrassed for being a member of the PGA Tour. Yeah, that was uh yeah that was a good uh. That was a great. That was a great comment. And then did you see Rory. Rory dig at Greg Norman. Rory dig at Greg Norman. Tell tell tell. I have twenty one wins. I have twenty one wins now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Greg, Greg Norman, Norman has twenty one. Just comes across as bitter. Yeah. Well, he tried this early on, right? He tried this years ago, didn't he? When Fenton was the uh, the head of the, he tried to do something with the PJ Tour, try to form something, but I guess they fought it off. But this time he was successful because of a lot of money from the organization that's trying to wash themselves clean of whatever. I don't know what it is. So I just, but it's going to be very interesting. Well, uh, we will be back next week to recap the, the U S open. Uh, hope you have a great week and you're, you're yeah, I hope you have a great week as well. You're, and I hope your picks uh, do well. I hope your picks do well too. Yeah, and I hope you feel better. And I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. I will see you on Friday night. Okay, cool. All right. See you later, everyone.